Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome everyone to Geraldine Tegelov Live, and yes, I am Geraldine. I just can't believe it is already well into November. And, you know, the grandchildren are happily reminding me that we're getting close to Christmas. Nan, we're, we're getting close. I just love their excitement and an absolute belief in all that Christmas has to offer. Wouldn't it be great if we could all take on that childlike excitement and belief? And for me, well, I never seem to be able to shift into preparation around Christmas until December rolls around. I think that's early enough for me. <laughs> but in saying that, I must admit, I do like to use even these weeks leading up to Christmas as a time of contemplation on how I can be better prepared for that beautiful birth of something new and wonderful within me. It is a fabulous time to ponder the, the mysteries of self, yeah, which is the perfect lead-in to what I'd like to be chatting about today, all about the spirit self or that mystical part of self. Mm, I know it's a huge, huge topic, and, but I'll try and, 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 you know, go through a little bit of it today. Um, we all have a beautiful mystical side or spirit side of self. And as I said, I'd love to explore this and help you understand what it is all about and how uh, you access it so as to live a happier and more fulfilling life. You know, for many, the spirit or soul has been lost or forgotten or simply faded away under the stresses and strains of everyday life. I get it. I understand. But uncovering our spirit and working with it is the gift that we can all give ourselves this Christmas, the most amazing gift, because it's a gift that will certainly keep giving and giving in the most amazing ways. Mm, so we've got lots to chat about today. And as well, I've got a fabulous wow guest to um, share his wow moment with you today. So lots and lots. But before we get into it, you know, I always like to start with a card, a simple little reading that helps us to get into the zone, so to speak. <laughs> and I've, I chose a card before we began today. And it just so happened it came out, the card of sacred knowledge. Now, this is from my Feather Magic Oracle card deck. Yeah, all the beautiful little feathers. They're just gorgeous cards. And 
and they you know they're so powerful the energy around them and the messages within them are beautiful and i i especially love the messages that come with these beautiful little feathers anyway today the it's the feather of the owl and it has very sacred metaphysical symbolism um the owl they're truly the eyes and ears of the night we know this um the australian aboriginals associated the owl with wisdom and foresight and the keeper of sacred knowledge they viewed the owl as the messenger of secrets as companions to seers to mystics and medicine people the owl is a perceiver of truth and can see through any form of illusion you know that nighttime that darkness to discover hidden truths it has the ability to navigate through the darkest night and this is the true essence of the owl it can see way beyond the struggles and challenges and knows that even after the darkest night there is a new dawn that is approaching fabulous symbolism within this so nature spirits has brought this card to us today as an amazing gift it is reminding us of our ability or reminding you of your ability to move through the darkness of your life holding firmly to the guiding wisdom that lies within you when you are feeling lost in the darkest tunnels of your life reach out and grab the wingtips of the beautiful owl and ask it to fly you through the darkness and out into the light ask for owl's assistance to see you through uh, even the pretenses of what is going on around you and help you to find your truth mhm today it's a good day to make friends with owl and listen to its beautiful beautiful wisdom Now if you're still not quite sure how this card relates to you today the sacred knowledge or the message of the owl or you want a little bit of extra information around this reading then I'm going to do what I call a reading on the reading and it'll help you answer these questions How do I do this well for those listeners who are uh, have you know had been on previous programs you'll know I just choose another few cards to help explain what the focus card is telling me about at this moment so let's do that right now and we'll see what comes okay so first card let me get one the the first card to lay over the top of sacred knowledge is the card of endurance mm now this card is telling us that sometimes we uh, we go through that darkness go through those challenges and struggles and we endure them because it's our way of growth within this physical realm so what this is suggesting that you do that you take on the sacred knowledge of the owl who's going to help you fly through the darkness and you then just know that what you have been enduring over the last weeks or months or even years is about to come to an end 
You no longer have to endure this. You just need to grab hold of the sacred knowledge that was, is within you and everything will eventually begin to change. A great way of looking at it, isn't it? Yeah. So that's the first card. Now, what is the second card? Let me just choose one here. Aha. This is the card of happiness. <laughs> Perfect, isn't it? Um, because this is a yellow feather and yellow always symbolizes happiness. Positive emotions and feelings are you know, the absolute essence that accelerates manifestation. So when nature spirits bring to us a yellow feather, it's time to put a spring in our step. So remember, we've got the beautiful um, sacred knowledge, that focus card. We've been told that we will not have to endure what we're going through for much longer once we connect into the sacred knowledge that is within us. And we're going to talk about that a lot today. And then we begin to feel happiness because this card is telling us it's time to put a spring in our step and lightness to our being and joy to our heart. You know, a tiny yellow feather on our path is a golden sunbeam of light brought to us by our feathered friends who are wanting to remind us to put back into life a little playfulness and a little fun. How much playfulness and fun have you been having of late? I know it's always a great reminder to me to say, Geraldine, just stop for a while. Just take some time out. Do what brings you joy. And, you know, it is a precious butterfly kiss that tickles your cheeks and helps the corners of your mouth turn upward and smile. So, yes, so far we've had the sacred knowledge then we had the card of endurance and then the card of happiness, which is helping us to, you know, bring all of this into, I guess, what we're, how we're moving forward. And our very final card is the card of, hang on, oh, how fantastic. It's the card of success. So the orange feather is always, because orange is a symbol of success. So defining success is very simple. I mean, it can be different from every person to another. But this little feather, this card, is helping us to understand that by focusing on the sacred knowledge within us, even if we're not sure what that really means, by just contemplating the two words, the sacred knowledge, and asking for that to, for you to find that sacred knowledge within you, you will have success. Answers will come. Creative ideas will appear. Opportunities will present themselves in, in magical ways. And you'll be able to grab hold of these and, and begin to feel independent and free. And believe me, you will very soon be celebrating your success and giving enormous gratitude for all that you have in your life. So this has been a great reading for us to start um, our session today. And um, 
because I'm going to be talking about that spirit self within you, which has all the sacred knowledge that you could ever want. It knows it already. We just have to figure out how to bring that forward. And that's what I'm going to help you do today. So after the break, we're going to first of all have our wow moment guest. And I've got a bit of a surprise for you today. Yes, with our guest. And then uh, following that, we will get into all the information around the spirit self or that mystical part of you that holds your sacred knowledge. So I can't wait to share it with you. It won't be long. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The recent headlines saying that saturated fat did not affect the incidence of heart disease or other cardiac events more than unsaturated fat has caused quite a buzz around the world and many are calling for a retraction to the study. Saturated fat is found in animal-based foods like butter, cheese, meat, and is a leading dietary cause of high cholesterol. Unsaturated fat, both polyunsaturated and monounsaturated, are considered the healthy fat and can lower blood cholesterol levels. It is found in nuts, avocados, olive, and canola oils. Omega-3 fatty acids is a kind of polyunsaturated fat in fish like salmon and tuna. Trans fat can raise bad cholesterol levels and lower the good cholesterol. It's found in food made with hydrogenated vegetable oils like fast food french fries, donuts, and crackers. Be wise when choosing to consume fat. It's There are more cats in U.S. households than any other pet. Most allurophiles or cat owners know that unlike dogs, taking Kitty for a ride in the car isn't any fun. I mean, you never see a cat hanging its head out the window, enjoying the breeze. Today's domestic cat is descended from a small Mideastern wildcat. A group of kittens is called a kindle, and a group of adult cats is a clouder. What's the word for those dust balls composed entirely of cat hair? Pluffernugans. Personally, I like pigs better than either cats or dogs. Dogs are subservient and look up to man. Cats are aloof and look down on man. A pig, however, will look you in the eye and see as equal. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and this is now time for our Wow Moment segment. And my guest today is going to be chatting about removing the negative from everyday life. So let's get to it straight away. Time for my. Thank you, and it's great to be here. Now, Bill, today, apart from the day that you married me, of course, there must be other wow moments that you've had in your life. So what would you like to share with us today? Well, after that introduction, there's really nothing else to talk about, is there? (laughs) That's, 
It's been the one and only wow moment. And it just keeps coming in day after day after day. How's that? Yes, that's one. Now let's get, now let's get on with the real topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what wow moment would you like to share with the listeners? Well, I've, I've had a good number of wow moments, but I think the one that really stands out for me most of all and that's had the most impact on my life, other than marrying you, of course, um, happened about eight or nine years ago. Just prior to that, I was going through a lot of stuff in my life. We'd had a bit of a financial meltdown and things weren't going well. I wasn't in a good headspace. I didn't have work at the time. I found that to be really frustrating and I was just um, taking jobs here and there and I suddenly realised that I was becoming more negative in the way that I approach life and I was starting to focus more on the negative things that were happening around me. And I suppose over a period of time that I look, I, I used to try and analyse what was going on in my life because I'd always look and I'd always say to myself, why is this happening? Why now? And why me? You know, I've always been really good at doing things and then suddenly all this other stuff happens. I suppose I came to realise that this had actually been happening over a period of time. I had slowly enculturated myself into this negative thought pattern and it was really bringing me down. I could start to see the results of it, the physical results. Um, I wasn't happy. Things weren't going for me the way that I had anticipated. I could see myself just going in this never-ending spiral and it wasn't going to a nice place. I can't actually recall the exact moment or the exact incident that, that prompted this, but I know I came to a decision, and I can, I can still remember enough about it. I came to a decision that I didn't have to put up with this any longer. I was going, I decided from that particular point in time, I was no longer going to accept negativity into my life. That and, really, that really is a big wow moment. Oh, yeah, that was an absolute wow moment. And look, I'd probably thought of that previously. You know, I'd, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. I don't need to think about that. But I, for some reason, this this was a decision that I had made, and this was one that I was going to stick to, without really focusing specifically on things that I would do differently. I noticed that I was starting to do things differently. I almost immediately stopped reading newspapers, stopped listening to the news because I felt at the time that um, that was just continuing to feed negative stuff about the world that was going on around me. I suppose I never consciously made decisions all the time, but I, I thought about it a lot and I thought about you know, all the times that I'd been thinking all this negative stuff. Um, so when something happened that, that I could quite easily have looked at the negative aspect of a particular incident, um, I didn't stop and say, now, what's the positives and what's the negatives and focus on the positives? No, that wasn't the case at all. But I think because, you know, sometimes when you make a decision, then in many ways, the job's done. That if it's really something that deep, deep down inside you want to do, then it's just a matter of going through the steps. And I think I was at that point. And I thought of all the ways in which I could, I could uh, be living a life that wasn't so negative. I started to relate to people a little bit differently. I started to uh, look at things that were happening around me differently. 
And then I also thought, if this is the way that I want to start living my life so that I'm going to see a change in my life, I had to have some evidence for it. I'm one of those people who, who you know, when I set myself a goal, I'd always tried to set goals that had a, an outcome that was measurable so that at the end of a particular period of time, I could look and say, well, this is where I was. This is where I'm at now. There's evidence there that things have changed. And so I was always trying to th- think of, you know, where, where will the evidence for this be? And the thing that stuck with me was one day somebody's going to say something to me that indicates that I'm always thinking positively. I'm no longer thinking negatively or I'm always yeah. focusing a particular way. That's a fabulous and, way to, to look at the outcome, though. To have, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what had happened was it, it didn't happen immediately. This, this took several months. But in the meantime, I'd managed to pick up some, some part-time work actually back teaching again. I can, I can remember. I can see myself in the classroom. I can see myself talking to a group of, of young teenagers. I think they were probably year 10s. I can remember a student suddenly, I, I was talking to them, I kind of remember what it was about, but the student responded by saying, why are you always so happy? <laughs> wow. Now that's a way and, self, isn't it? And I that. just stopped and I said, thank you for that comment. You have just made my day. I said, in fact, you haven't just made my day. You've made my week. You've made my month. The student had no idea what I was talking about, but I took the time to explain. So I, I said to the students, look, you may not be interested in this, but I had all this stuff happening in my life and I made this decision that I was no longer going to focus on the negative. And that's the evidence that I was looking for. And I thanked the student again and I said, you've just provided me with that evidence and I've, I've never told people that I won't accept negativity. Um, I never told anyone on what I was doing. I, I, I think I shared it with you. Yeah. Because I, I think yes, you went yeah. through a, you had a wow moment too at the time about, about a decision to always be happy. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting that we were both going through really difficult times and that we both sort of came to this decision at around about the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was a big wow moment and it's impacted on my life ever since. So, Bill, you've continued to focus on the positive rather than the negative in life? Uh, yes, sometimes I have to stop myself. And I have to think, whoa, what are you, you know, particularly if things aren't going my way, if things are not going the way that I'd really like them to go, I have to stop and say, what's going on? What are you thinking about? Um, and that reminds me, not long after I made this decision, I can remember I was doing a course with some fellow and part of what he was trying to teach us was to become conscious of what our thinking was. And he he had this little, he had this little way of dealing with that by getting us to say on a regular basis, just to stop and say, what am I thinking now? What am I thinking now? What am I thinking now? And I started to adopt that. That also assisted me greatly. Look, I can see a whole lot of stuff that other people would regard as being absolutely atrocious. And in in many ways, I I see it exactly the same way, but I think I have a different response to it now. I, I don't respond callously to a whole lot of negative stuff that's happening, but I think it makes me more... uh, makes me more in empathy with people who are both victims and uh, perpetrators of things that are, are really sometimes quite evil. People are talk about it as being quite evil. But it also makes me look and say, what's the reason for all of this? And is there, is there something else going on? 
it also those occasions also remind me that the only way that I can really respond to that in the best way for everyone around me is for me to continue to be positive about life. Bill, I'm really sorry. We're going to have to stop there. But I really want to thank you so much for your fabulous sharing of your wow moment. And I know that, I know from personal experience with you that this has had an incredible effect on not only your life, but mine as well, and all our family members as well too. So thanks so much for being with us today. Okay, thank you. It's, uh, it's certainly been a pleasure. So, wow. <laughs> yes, and that is my husband, Bill. And we are, I guess, very fortunate to be kind of on the same journey at the same time. We're both really focused on, on uh, you know, trying to, not even trying, but to doing the best we possibly can to be focused in on life in a very positive way. Um, we both did come to that decision that negative stuff had to leave our lives because it was taking over and it was taking control of the way we were thinking and the way we were, you know, doing everything in life, which just wasn't the way to go. And so as he, as he decided not to accept negativity into his life any longer, it was true. We hadn't talked about it, but I decided to, to just be happy no matter what, regardless of what was going on around me, I was going to be happy. And as Bill suggested too, did it work straight away? No, it took a little while, but we're both pretty determined <laughs> little individuals. And uh, over time, our determination and our perseverance worked and we were able to, you know, really step into that lovely positive space. And I know Bill does this continuously with his students because he teaches and um, in his schoolwork and as he works, he works with um, students who are kind of at the end of their school years. So they're around the 16, 17, 18-year-olds and <clears throat> very open to accepting what is going on in life and and how they can perhaps improve that. Does it always work? No, as Bill said, doesn't always work. And we have to be consciously aware of this on a daily basis. So I would love to suggest that, you know, if this is something you'd like to do, just make the decision. I'm not going to accept negativity any longer and stick to it and look at things from a whole different perspective so that you can say goodbye to it and move into a beautiful way of living. I know you can do it. If we can do it, so can you. Now, after the break, we're going to be talking about, remember, I promised, all about spirit self. <clears throat> Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Teglov will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. Good 
you know a dentist invented the first electric chair? Just thinking about going to the dentist makes me feel like I'm headed for death row. What's a word for the fear of a dentist? Odontophobia. Bruxomania is another word for the compulsive grinding of one's teeth. Early toothbrushes were twigs with frayed ends. Toothpaste in a tube was made available to the public in 1892 and was called Dr. Scheffel's Cream Dentifrice. Now Americans buy 14 million gallons of toothpaste every year. In Mexico, the tooth fairy is called the tooth mouse. Half of all Americans say that a smile is the first thing they notice about a person. It's easy to spot a person with a fake smile, otherwise known as an exodesiast. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Harvard Medical School reports that four out of five Americans are plagued with a debilitating and sometimes excruciating low back pain at some point in their lives. Strengthening your core is one of the best ways to prevent low back pain. Your core muscles are often referred to as your powerhouse because almost all the movements of your body engage your core. A strong core stabilizes your back as well as enhancing your balance. A sturdy, flexible core fortifies almost everything that you do and helps prevent falls and injuries during sports and other activities. To keep low back pain absent from your body, concentrate on exercises that strengthen your core. Live healthy, strong, and pain-free. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And if you have just joined me, today I am sharing with listeners great ideas and practical solutions to getting to know that mystical part of you, that spirit part of you. And this is the part that's often unknown and hidden away, but is it is actually the biggest and most powerful part of you. Now, I'm going to give you lots of information in this segment, which I call the takeaway segment. But if you're looking for more, then you can pop over to my website and you'll find lots of information there as well at GeraldineTegelove.com. But if you've missed the start of today's show and you'd like to listen to it all and lots and lots of others, you can download them for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts. You can come here to toginet.com to my show page and you can listen there as well. So lots of places to go to. And it's all free, so woohoo, that's good, isn't it? All right, takeaway time. And as I said, we're going to chat about that spirit part of you because you know you are the designer and builder of your universe or your reality. I hope you understand that. You are the first cause of everything that you see around you, what you've created as your world. Mm. Sometimes it's a bit hard to kind of accept that, but that is a truth. 
And there are lots of other facts that you probably, you know, I, I think I need to remind us all a few of the facts about you. You're made in the image and likeness of the great spirit or God. And you're perfect in every way. Because, I mean, God doesn't make anything that's imperfect, does? No, it, it, you are perfect. And it, you are also just a little individuation of divine mind or great spirit. And because of that, of course, within you is infinite potential and possibility. Mm. Now, from a quantum mechanics or quantum physics point of view, it's not quite as beautiful and uh, inspirational. No, you're basically a quantum package of subatomic particles. <laughs> that's not quite as romantic, is it, to think about? No, <laughs> but that's exactly what we are, all of us. We're little individual packages made up of all these millions and trillions and zillions of subatomic particles. We're just energy buzzing around, yes. <laughs> and so next time you look in the mirror, you can go, oh, my goodness, you mean I'm just a mass of subatomic particles? Well, yeah, basically you are from a scientific point of view. But I'm sure you're a beautiful quantum package of subatomic particles. And within this, you get to choose your experience of life here on this planet through observing what you wish to experience. And that, of course, you know, within that, you're powered by intelligence. You're powered by the mind of our source, our creator or God. And so we work together with our source to create our reality. The, the most important thing to understand for, for today, though, is that there are three parts of you. There is the body part of you. There is the mind part of you. And, of course, there is the spirit part of you. And we have to learn how to take care of all three you know, if we focus on one and not the other, then things are going to get a little bit kind of, you know, out of balance. And balancing body, mind and spirit is our goal because once they're balanced and working together beautifully, then we can create anything really. And But if they're not in balance and working in harmony, then manifestation becomes quite a difficult task. All right, so... Another fact, you are an unlimited spirit who has chosen to take on a body and a mind. It's not the other way around. You know, for most of part, we look at ourselves and think we're a body and a mind. And, oh, yes, I think we have a soul or a spirit somewhere in there. Well, in fact, it should be the other way around. You are an unlimited spirit because the spirit is the biggest part of you. And we've chosen to take on a body and a mind so we can experience this physical reality. And once we get our heads around that, then we've made a great start to all of this. If we can become consciously aware of the three parts and really nurture them and feed them with beautiful things that I'll talk about shortly, then we allow that communication to flow freely between all three. Yes, it is a wonderful way to go. 
Now, we also come with special gifts. We come with a free will, which is, you know, all part of our, our spirit self. Um, we come with intuition, which is, of course, a very big part of spirit self. And we come with feelings, which is the heart and our soul and spirit. For most people, that's the heart space. And we also come with an intellect, but it's, a, it's an intellect that's not a mind intellect. Remember we talked about sacred knowledge? It's that inner intellect. When we know things feel right or they don't feel right or we, we just know something to be absolutely true, then that's that beautiful spirit intellect speaking to us. So as I said, your spirit self is the greatest percentage of who you are. And this is the part that's connected to the quantum field. You know, as we talked about the quantum mechanics part of things with subatomic particles, well, the spirit part of us is the part that's connected into that quantum field of infinite potential and possibility. So we really need to get to know it, don't we? Yeah. Our spirit is eternal and it exists across space and time. So, you know, we depart the planet and we go back to spirit. If we choose to come into a physical lifetime, we step into a physical body, but we still hold on to that beautiful spiritual part of ourselves. <clears throat> Pardon me. Okay, which is completely, it's eternal. It never ends. It's always there. So the spirit part of you lives in the realm where time does not exist. There is only the eternal now. How beautiful is that? And because of this, your spirit knows your past, your present, and guess what? It also knows your future right now. Because it lives in that place, in that beautiful quantum field where time no longer exists. And so the past, present and future are all happening right now. Mm. Your spirit self also knows exactly what steps you will take. It knows the people who will help you in this journey. It knows the events that will happen. And I could go on and on and on. And it knows this according to what you choose to experience. Because we get to choose. Remember, we've got those gifts of free will. And we can choose. We can decide that, well, I think in this season of my life, this is what I'm going to experience. This is what I choose. And working as a co-creator with the great spirit or God or divine mind, we can do that. So, knowing all of this about our spirit self, perhaps now would be a great time to, to stop telling it what to do and just simply listen. <laughs> and how do we do that? We listen to our spirit through our intuition and our feeling, always remembering that our spirit self knows everything. Yeah. 
So I think we need to stop and take some little lessons in how to listen. And that can be done through meditation or it can be done by going for a beautiful walk out in nature. It can be done in so many different ways by listening to music or whatever. We turn off our mind, you know, that eternal chattering, talking about eternal. Oh, my goodness, the mind is an internal or eternal chatterer. We can turn that off and then we begin to feel and to hear and even to see what our spirit is trying to let us know. And it's just the most beautiful way to live. Believe me, from personal experience, I love it. It's, but it means taking time to do that each day so that, you know, you can really connect into it. Um, I guess it's important to also understand that we are, you know, multidimensional beings and we, we can be multidimensional beings because of our spirit self. So all aspects of you or I or anyone all exist at the same time. At all times, you have everything. It's, it's quite a difficult thing to get our heads around this, but it is such an important thing to do. Yeah, so our spirit is eternal. It knows exactly what's going on in our lives it knows every step that we're going to take. And all we have to do is connect into that sacred knowledge that's within us and listen. And just take the time to do that. It's not a difficult task. It's just turning off the mind, remember, and finding a space where you can just sit and listen or walk and listen or whatever it is that you find best for you. I know for me it's walking or sitting beside the lake or sitting under a beautiful tree, whatever it might be. Now, there is a little more to this, and I'm going to talk about this after, you know, we have a break. We're going into break now, and after the break, we've got a, a short meditation, and then I'll give you the last little steps in how to work with this spirit self. It's a beautiful way to live your life. I promise it'll have fabulous outcomes for you. So. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. was growing up in Wisconsin, no matter how frigid it was outside, my Uncle Bob never seemed to get cold. He would come in from the snow wearing a t-shirt and remark how fresh it was outside. Then again, folks from Wisconsin are a pretty hardy bunch. As America's official dairy state, the cows have been known to give ice cream instead of milk when the temperatures drop. What's a word for a giant snowball that is formed by rolling a smaller one through a field of snow? Hug-a-ma-dog. 
Megla is an old Scots word meaning to trudge laboriously through the snow. And mufflements is an old Lancashire word for thick, warm, insulating clothes and gloves. Don't forget that you shouldn't try and send text messages if you're standing out in the cold. It can lead to typothermia. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I want to encourage you to maintain your body weight or lose weight if you're overweight. Taking care of your weight is one positive way to cut your risk of breast cancer. Research shows that being overweight or obese, especially if you're past menopause, increases your risk, especially if you put the weight on as an adult. According to the National Institute of Health, 64% of women in the U.S. are overweight and or obese. A study by researchers at UT MD Anderson Cancer Center showed that obese and overweight women also had lower breast cancer survival rates and a greater chance of more aggressive disease than average weight or underweight women. Living a healthy lifestyle of daily exercise and nutritious eating will keep the weight off and lower your risk of breast cancer. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. Now, each week during this segment, we take the time to meditate either through, you know, a guided spirit in nature meditation or a song. And today I've chosen a song. But why do we do this? Because meditation plays such an important role in helping us to connect to our spirit self and hear its messages loud and clear. And if you have questions and not been able to find the answers, then it's time to just take a bit of time out into meditation whether that's a walking meditation or a quietly sitting meditation, it doesn't really matter. But it actually puts you in a space where your mind goes quiet and still stops chattering at you and allows you to hear what is being said by your spirit self. Okay, so right here and right now, we are going to listen to a beautiful song and I want you to just focus in on the words and the music and understand that this song, it's called My Friend, but it's really um, saying that your friend is your spirit self, the one that's within you, that holds the sacred knowledge. So let's right now take a deep breath, relax and have a listen to my friend. Spirit, 
such a beautiful song that reminds us that we have this amazing spirit self within us who is always there wanting to be our friend and work with us and play with us and write with us and sing with us and whatever else. It is always there. And do you know, with its help, we have the ability to choose uh, whatever aspect or expression of self that we want to experience right now. We can get very down to earth about this. Do you want to experience um, the sad you or the happy you? Do you want to experience the unhealthy you or the healthy you? The failure you or the successful you? The downtrodden you or the empowered you? Or even the poverty you or the wealthy you? These are simply different points on the same continuum, just like hot and cold are simply different points on a temperature chart. So we get to choose the experience or the expression of self. And our spirit self enables us to do that because if we're over, you know, wanting to live the poverty or the sad expression, then our spirit self has the ability to stretch into that quantum field and find, locate the happy you. You can create the happy you and live it. It is just such a fantastic way to go. So remember, it's just on the same continuum and it depends on where we choose to sit ourselves on that continuum because every single one of these expressions of self all exist simultaneously, all at the same time. So which will you choose? And remember back to the wow moment, Bill chose positivity in his life rather than focus on the negative stuff. He chose that. And so as he chose that and set that in, in concrete, really, then his spirit self was able to bring things from the quantum field with his help and make them a reality in his life. You can do it too. And changing your experience is simply a matter of changing your consciousness. You know, by expanding your consciousness from one of lack to one of uh, wealth or prosperity, you change your reality in amazing ways. Simple thing to do. By changing your consciousness, you can become whatever you wish to be. So, in Bill's instant, he changed his consciousness from negative to positive. And he focused on that. And, of course, what you focus on is what you get. So perhaps it's time to remove those capes that you've been wearing that are no longer serving you. Yeah, you might have put them on a while ago to protect you, but you don't need them any longer. Those capes have simply been tools which have enabled you to experience more parts of self here in this physical journey. But remember, it's the spirit self that we really want to uh, connect to and experience, get to know 
talk to it. Yeah, I talk to my spirit self all the time. I know people might think I'm a little bit crazy, a little bit out there. Who cares? Because you know your desires come from your spirit self. So when you get a desire, bring it to the surface. Accept it and honor it and embrace it and focus on it because that's the way we bring it into reality. And your spirit self is there to help you do just that. Remember, it knows the steps you need to take. It knows everything that you're going to do if that's what you choose to express and experience in your life. So I don't know about you, but I think it would be great to listen to the desire. You have a desire. You all have dreams and desires. Go into your heart. Figure it out what it is for you. And then step into it and begin to live it. I'm afraid, though, today it's time for us to uh, finish the show. It's been a fabulous, fabulous show. I've loved sharing with you, but we're going to have to um, leave it there, I'm afraid, as time's running out. And just remember that you can find lots more information on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com or you can even go to spiritualfitness.tv and you'll find lots of fabulous information there. In the meantime, have a fabulous, fabulous week, everybody. Have a chat with your spirit self, remember? (laughs) It's ready to talk to you. And in the meantime, I wish you a million blessings of happiness, love and peace to you all. And so there's nothing else to say, I guess, but bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabu products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not 